of trivia. Who is the first disciple of Jesus? Mary is the first disciple of Jesus. Mary's life is like trail markers, and we're at the end of the trail. The Gospels are about Jesus, but Mary shows up in the stories every so often. And I look at her spiritual progression as she walks with Jesus, and I ask myself, am I following Jesus? And if so, where might I be in my journey? Do I have the life of a Jesus follower? What we've seen over the last two months, Jesus chooses disciples and he meets them at the core of their being. We learn that a disciple learns caution with the power of Jesus. That Jesus guides his followers to a transformed identity. We learn that Jesus always does the will of the Father, but not always what his followers expect. A follower of Jesus has courageous faith, which is boldly praying and boldly obeying. We saw that Jesus' family is inclusive. We saw that a Jesus follower receives both comfort and responsibility from Jesus. And the last thing we'll see from the life of Mary is that a Jesus follower knows Jesus' resurrection is certain. A Jesus follower knows Jesus' resurrection is certain. There are things in life that we want to be certain of because they affect our life. When I get in my car, I want to know that my brakes work. I want to be certain. There are even more serious things. You know, we we like to be certain of our parentage. Who's my mom and dad? Where did I come from? Now, about a year and a half ago, I ran my first official 5K race since I ran track and cross country in high school. I had not been running any kind of competition since then. I still, I ran in college, but not to compete. And so my family, we went out to the Minnesota Zoo and the 5K started. And the thing is, this was in September and I had been running since April 1st. Actually, on April 1st, I wasn't running. I was moving. But since April 1st, I had started training. And now it was September, and I knew I could make it. I knew I could run 5K without walking, without stopping. And I wasn't going to stop or walk no matter how I felt. Because I knew I could do it. I was confident. And confidence in the resurrection of Jesus changes, like like that race, changes my attitude and my actions. We've heard the scripture today, Luke 24, 1 through 12, about the resurrection of Jesus. And there's a crowd at the tomb Look at the crowd at the tomb. Now, this is, aside from the angels and the soldiers who aren't mentioned in this passage, there are actually quite a few people coming and going from the tomb of Jesus. Actually, I misspoke. It's not the tomb of Jesus. That's the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. Jesus is borrowed. And so 
I want to look at this crowd of people. We're going to go beyond our own passage because we're going to take a time to see. But Luke does mention most of the people that are there. First, Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene is the only person named in all four gospel accounts. She's the first person to see Jesus risen from the dead. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John all say Mary Magdalene was there. You know, besides Jesus, Mary Magdalene is the most important person in the resurrection story. But really, she's not been a real featured character in the Gospels before this. She shows up. She's mentioned, but not like Mary, the mother of Jesus. But now we get to the resurrection. She's important. You know, she's not as mentioned as much as Mary or the 12 apostles. And Mary Magdalene being so important here at the resurrection has caused all kinds of speculations and legends about her relationship with Jesus. Have you read any Dan Brown books and stuff like that? But what it tells me is that I don't have to be great to have a great relationship with Jesus. See, Mary Magdalene saw Jesus first because she waited there. Everybody else was running back and forth. She waited there. The other women went back to the disciples with the message that they received from the angels about the resurrection of Jesus. And there's nothing wrong with believing a witness, especially one as credible as angels. But Mary Magdalene wanted to find Jesus. She didn't come there looking for an angel. I don't have to be great to have a great relationship with Jesus. I just have to look for him. Who else is there? Joanna. This is Joanna of Herod's household. She's mentioned in Luke. Joanna is one of the women who financially supported the ministry of Jesus. But she's part of Herod's household. Herod is one of the people who could have let Jesus go instead of sending him to be crucified. And that's who she probably works for, who lives in his household. or maybe family of. But it doesn't matter who my family is or who my associates are or who my employees are. I can still seek Jesus. I don't have to be great, and it doesn't matter who my family and associates are. I can still seek Jesus. Mary, the mother of James, is mentioned. This is James, son of Alphaeus, also known as Clophus. Mary, mother of James, is mentioned in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. She was one of the women at the cross who witnessed the death of Jesus. Devotion can lead me to seek Jesus. And disappointment can't keep me from seeking Jesus. 
She was there at the cross and saw him die. And yet she still shows up to seek Jesus. Disappointment can't keep me from seeking Jesus. Now, somebody who is mentioned in the Gospel of John is a woman named Salome. She's the mother of James and John. She's, she's named in Mark. So now we have two mothers of apostles at the tomb. Mary, the mother of James, son of Alphaeus, and Salome, the mother of James and John. These two women come before any of the apostles come. You know, it doesn't matter if other people around me doubt or are immature. I can still seek Jesus. They came before the apostles. But the apostles did come, two of them. Peter. Peter is named in both Luke and John. And John, known as the beloved disciple, is named in in John to be there along with Peter. It's interesting, John's take, and it's kind of mentioned as a side note because it came up this morning uh, with our uh, general superintendent, Wayne Schmidt. Uh, Dr. Schmidt is known for having uh, colorful socks. And uh, so I posted on, my wife got me some cool socks that I'm wearing this morning for Easter. They're they're the Beatles, yellow submarines. And so I posted a picture of those. I thought he'd appreciate those. And I said, I can't compete with Jesus this morning, but maybe I can run with Dr. Schmidt. And he, uh, he said, I'm leaving him in the dust this morning. And so I posted the verse from John that says, Peter left first, but John ran ahead and got there before him. So Peter and John, these two men were the last to show up. Peter, who had denied Jesus, and John, who, like everyone else, had abandoned Jesus. But John had at least shown up at the cross. It doesn't matter what I've done in the past or if my timing is not as good as other people's, I can still seek Jesus. I don't have to be great. It doesn't matter who my family or my associates are. It doesn't matter my disappointment. It doesn't matter the maturity or doubt of others. It doesn't matter my timing. I can seek Jesus. In my household growing up, my mom sought Jesus, and he found her. And then she started taking my brother and I to church, and we came to faith in Jesus. My mom found Jesus, but my dad had not. My dad liked to golf on Sundays. So we'd go to church, and he'd go play golf. And then my dad would also go to golf tournaments over the weekend sometimes. And my mom decided, she asked my dad, would you like me to go to your golf tournament? And he said, I'd love for you to come to my golf tournament. Turns out the wives of all his golfing buddies 
always went to their golf tournaments, and he was the only one whose wife wasn't there. So my mom started going to golf tournament. She doesn't particularly want to watch the golf tournament. Turned out none of the other wives did either. So she, my, my mom started hanging out with the wives. And the wives started finding Jesus. I remember sitting around with my dad's golfing buddies, and they were laughing. Ha, ha, ha. I can't remember the guy's name. Your wife became a Christian, just like Tillman's. And both this man and my dad said, that's a good thing. Now, they, they weren't Christians at the time, but they liked the change that had come over their wives. So the wives started becoming Christians, started finding Jesus. Then my dad found Jesus. Then his best friend, Don Bush, found Jesus. Then another golfer husband. My mom just told me when she was here this last time, she's still working on them. My mom and the Holy Spirit is still working on some of them. Their timing's all off. They hang out with all kind of different people. They're none of these people are anybody great. They've had disappointments because my dad beats them in golf. But they can all seek Jesus. One thing that I am confident of, I'm confident that Jesus is alive. And I'm also confident that anyone who seeks him will find him. I invite anyone here. You know, the the people went to the tomb. They had to go. I invite anyone here who wants to seek Jesus today to step up and just come sit in the front row. I'll talk with you later or somebody will pray with you now. Anybody can seek Jesus. But I invite you to put some legs to it. Be confident in Jesus' resurrection. But someone seems to be missing from our list of people, right? Where's Mary, the mother of Jesus? I didn't list her. Let's talk about the confident disciple. I'm going to uh, do something that I don't normally do. I preach at least 50 times a year, and I preach from the scriptures. But the scriptures have left us a blank here. If you will just allow me some grace and enjoy the story with me, we're going to speculate a little bit. But we've been studying the life of Mary for two months And I think this is okay. See, I personally have to believe that if Mary, the mother of Jesus, was at the tomb, one of the gospel writers would have said she was there. So I've got to just speculate a little bit on Mary's absence. Why wasn't she there? Here's something that I'm confident of, that Mary's not afraid We've studied every passage where Mary is named, and she is never described as afraid. She's been in awkward and dangerous situations, 
She's sometimes described as confused. She is very often described as thoughtful. She is faithful. She's never afraid. She's courageous. Fear would not keep Mary from the tomb. It didn't keep her from the cross. We know she was there. Mary's not afraid. Mary is not grieving. She's not in mourning. The women who came to the tomb were grieving. They came to anoint the dead body of Jesus. Family was to be part of the mourning procession, and family would visit the tomb for 30 days. If Mary was grieving, she would have been there. So Mary's not afraid, and Mary is not grieving. So what's Mary doing? Mary is not doubting. The first disciple of Jesus didn't go to the tomb because she was confident he wasn't there. Maybe. (laughs) But I know she didn't go. Look at this man repelling. I want you to get a close-up look at his face. See how relaxed he is? He's confident. He doesn't have a worry in the world as he jumps off of whatever he's jumping off of. Mary's relaxed. (laughs) It's okay. See, confidence moves us through fear to assurance. Confidence in Jesus being alive moves me from fear of death to assurance of life. Confidence moves us from grief to joy. Confidence in Jesus being alive moves me from grief over death to the joy of living. Confident faith in Jesus being alive changes my attitude and my actions. Change Mary's. Why do I pray? Because Jesus is alive. Why do I love? You tell me. Because Jesus is alive. Why do I hope? Because Jesus is alive. Why do I strive? Why do I work? I can't hear you. (laughs) Why do I give? Why do I witness? Why do I live? It changes my attitudes. And my actions. Let's pray. The Lord is my strength and my song. 
and he has become my salvation. There is a sound of exultation and victory in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord has triumphed. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord has triumphed. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Lord, may your resurrection power change our attitudes and actions as we seek you in this life and the life to come. And we ask this in the name of our resurrected Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.